Hello, and welcome back to this horrible place. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible things are about to happen. My name's Jen, and I'm your host, guiding you through this horrible place. Welcome to episode 86. Uh, oh my god, I'm actually so excited because I had not ever seen this movie until this episode. And I feel like I confused it in my brain with like Silent Hill and then I watched Silent Hill and then I just didn't even know it existed and it's so fucked up. And it was such a ride and I'm so excited to dive into it. We're doing The Hills Have Eyes. 2006. It was directed by Alexander Aya, based on Wes Craven's 1977 movie of the same name. Oh, it's also, okay, I recognize so many people in this. Dan Bird plays Bobby. I've seen him in like Easy A, something else from way back when, probably some other like minor roles when he was way younger. And then Emily DeRavine plays Brenda and she's like, what up Claire from Lost? What are you doing here? It was so crazy to see her. And she looks around the same age and I'm like, wow. I still am just so amazed and surprised that this movie did not cross my path until now. But anyways. Aaron Stanford plays Doug, which is like the father of the baby, like he's on with his in-laws. It's like a 30th wedding anniversary thing, and they're all going on a little fam jam road trip. And they end up taking a shortcut, and they realize that they're in a really dangerous, scary, spooky, intense situation. And I fucking loved it. Okay, so first of all, we start a little bit further back, and it's there's text on the screen. It says... Between 1945 and 1962, the United States conducted 331 atmospheric nuclear tests. Today, the government still denies the genetic effects caused by the radioactive fallout. Boom, boom. New Mexico desert. Boom, boom. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So there's this guy in like a hazmat suit and he's collecting fish from this river. He, and there's another guy with like a peep boop bop like checking out what... <laughs> the radiation levels are or like trying to find some jewelry who knows maybe both um and then basically at one point this guy who's like super bloody comes up to him and he's like help me and the guy in the hazmat suit gets like pickaxed from behind and thrown around oh my god it was so crazy and i love that it just starts with chaos right away he drags all of the hazmat suit guys that he killed and puts them, like, chains them to the back of his car and, like, drives away. It was so awesome and crazy. Oh, my God. And then there's, like, a... There's amazing, like, 40s kind of music and whatever and, like, ex mushroom cloud explosions and then this glitchy noises with, like, mutate, mutated people with, like, their fingers fused together and, like, just crazy things that happened from this incident. Oh, it's insane. I loved it because, like, when the glitch, like, oh, when they play such a happy song with really, like, crazy images and, like, explosions, it's just, like, it's just nice. I like the juxtaposition. Um... <laughs> It just gets you excited and sets the tone for this movie, especially after you saw people just get pickaxed. Oh my God. So then we're at a rundown gas station and some guy wakes up. He like lives there. He's got a shotgun. He's like, Ruby, is that you? And um, there's like a no trespassing sign. He's looking for her over there. He goes and like calls down into this mineshaft 
Um, he's just like, and then he goes back to the gas station. He's like, you're on your own now, Ruby. Which like, I have no idea what this whole situation's about. It's like, is that her, her father? And then like, he's just in on the whole overall scheme. Like, I don't know. We'll kind of get there too. But anyway, it's just like, I can't do this anymore. You're on your own. We also have like Ruby, presumably kind of like breathing in the distance and like watching, you know, and then there's a bag on the porch and it has like gold chains. It has cell phones. It's got like, and then he opens up this takeout container and it's this bloody ear with like three piercings in it and like hoops, silver hoops. And then he also, when he pulls out the wallet, he pulls out a photo of a couple and that's the girl. Like that's her exact ear. She's wearing those exact earrings by circumstance, or maybe she just wears them all the time, but <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, then while he's looking through his bag, he hears some honking. And this is when we meet like the whole family, Ethel and Bob. Oh, they're like happy 30th, but it doesn't go so well actually. <laughs> so, um, and then we got Doug and Lynn, and so they have the baby, and then Lynn's siblings, Bobby and Brenda, what up? So it's the whole crew. Oh, and then little baby Catherine. Yeah, her name's Catherine, she's super cute. Um, <laughs> they're heading to San Diego, and they're like, but we just have to see the desert, blah, blah, blah. And there's this amazing moment that was so random that I actually loved. They asked this guy, the gas station attendant guy, He's like, don't you know it's illegal to smoke around a gas pump? And he just like, he's like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was so random. And I loved it. I literally burst out laughing. Oh my God. And so Brenda finds a pig. Bobby goes to like pee on a tree. And she's like, what are you doing? Go to the outhouse. And like, as he's going to the washroom in there, someone creeps through the little peephole. And he thinks it's his sister, which like, I don't know. And he's like, perv. He like says that to her when he comes out. And she doesn't even like realize it's like at that point they could have been like, wait a minute, something's going on. But of course it's a movie. They're trickling us in. They're giving us little like tidbits of stuff. Actually at one point too, Ruby busts into the van and steals a red hoodie just creeping around. And it's really unsettling. Cause you're like, okay, you don't know if this person's good or bad. You just see these like creepy legs with a skirt and you're like, oh my fucking God, get me out of here. Why are they just like sulking around? It's like introduce yourself before you pilfer through my things or just don't <laughs> in the first place as well. So this is another close call when they almost can realize what's going on and that they need to get out of here and like turn around and go back where they came from. Um, the two dogs, Beauty and Beast, oh, so cute. They get out of the car and then one of them runs into the house and like kind of like jumps at the window and Lynn follows him in there and like is like come on get back here like blah 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 she kind of sees the bag that has the ear in it and she almost goes to like open it and look inside it and then the guy actually comes in he's like what are you doing in here and she's like sorry my dog's like crazy and came in here and bye and it sucks because that was another close call they could have could have gotten to safety it's just really crazy what happens to this family it's very not a happy anniversary um Bob's so anxious to hit the road and he's like honking incessantly. And this is when the guy comes up. He's like, you know, you can take a shortcut. It'll save you like hours off your trip. And then while they're leaving, he's like, have a safe trip now. It's like, are they, is he just like feeding them? into? Cause he clearly knows what's going on. He just got this ear in this takeout box. So like, what is, what's your deal, dude? Why are you sending people to this, like to be just murdered by the crazies out there. Oh, anyway, the air conditioning's broken in this airstream, but like Bobby ends up fixing it. They just keep on leaning towards like Doug sucks, basically. <laughs> um, he doesn't
doesn't want to be here. He's just like smoking a cigarette, shit talking. Even his wife and like the whole family. He's just like, fuck your sister. Like whatever. Like he's like, well, my dad would be mad if you were smoking in my air, his airstream. He's like, fuck your dad. Like everything sucks. So we don't really like him at this point. He's just like not, he's just kind of annoying. You know, he's kind of a, like a, you know, I don't like him <laughs> yet. Yet. Maybe. I don't know. So as they're driving, there's metal, like a strip laid on the road and they run over it and all their fucking tires go they crash boom and then they think it's like something wrong with the like something that happened with their car but it was clearly like and someone pulls back the freaking strip right after so it's just like oh my god at this point you're like fuck what is going on and who are these people and can they kindly not you know (laughs) um then they're all just kind of talking about like what are we gonna fucking do we're so fucked and then Doug um, and Bob decide to like walk and go different ways and just like kind of find help because he's like, clearly no one's going to find us here. So we should just go see if we can figure some stuff out before they go, though, to um, the dad. So Bob gives Bobby a gun so he can like protect himself. And then he's just like beating down on Doug more being like, yeah, he would probably shoot his foot off like blah, 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 blah. And then the sisters have a cute moment where she's like, I wish I was in Cancun and like blah, blah, blah. And at this point, when Lynn's in the trailer, she sees something like flashing up in the hills, but then her brother scares her at the window and she like looks back and doesn't see anything. It was like, oh shit. Um, So they all decide to huddle around and pray before they go for this little adventure to try and find help. And there's like binocular vision on them, which is so creepy. Someone's just like watching them. And then they leave, they go separate ways completely. And then um, when they're all just left to their own devices, Bobby's like, do you guys know where my red sweater went? Like, I literally can't find that anywhere. And then um, Brenda opens the fucking Airstream door and one of the dogs runs out. I think it's Beauty. Oh, Beauty. So Bobby goes and chases beauty and you see like ruby kind of scamper behind and he kind of heard something too so he like picks up a rock to try and defend himself and then he ends up finding beauty like cut open down the chest which is so sad and because he was like going to check like is is she dead for sure and it's like yeah yeah that's that's so crazy oh my gosh so that just gives you a little taste of what's gonna happen it's like these people do not fuck around oh my god and then it um it shows Ruby kind of like creeping above the rocks and stuff and he ends up falling and hitting his head really fucking hard and Ruby comes over and like touches him and then there's like blood drips on his face and so she looks up and sees this creepy guy in a top hat gnawing on the dog's leg just like having the best time it was so crazy he was like ah, I want some like no he didn't say that he wasn't oh my god it was so weird and so that shock factor too i'm like yes this is kind of awesome you know like the randomness of like kind of terrifier-esque like i don't know (laughs) so funny um and then Doug, uh, on his little walk, he finds, like, this crater and there's, like, a bunch of abandoned cars and, like, he ends up bringing a bunch of that stuff back. I don't know. It's kind of pointless. But there's also bloody hand prints on one of the cars and he doesn't notice. He, like, brings a teddy bear back for his kid, which is, like, no, like, leave that there. That's gross. I don't, you don't want your child, like, putting that in their mouth. I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, my God. Okay, then Bob is actually back at that gas station and that guy's nowhere to be found. He's like, hello, like calling out. No one's answering him. You see like shadows of people like walking behind and it's like, oh my fucking God. 
he finds the bag with all the belongings and the takeout container with the ear. And so now he's like, oh fuck. My immediate thought would be like, I need to get back to my family. There's murderers afoot. <laughs> I need to go protect them. Like, what am I doing here? I need to see if this phone works, grab some waters, but like get back there. You know what I mean? See if I can find some weapons. I don't know, pilfer that for everything it's worth. Fill up a bag and get back there because your family needs you. But he doesn't quite make it. We will, we will get there. So... <laughs> He also sees newspaper clippings of the nuclear testing when he's in here. So he's like, whoa. And then also there's a newspaper clipping of like a whole family disappears in the desert, which like even more so like get back to the place. But anyway, so he gets back, he gets in this car that's just sitting there and he finds the keys and the visor and he's like, sweet. And then he turns the lights on and sees feet hanging out of the outhouse. So he's like, oh fuck, what's going on over there? And there's the gas station guy with a shotgun in his hand. And he's like, I did the best I could. And he shoots his head off, his own head off. It was crazy, it was gory and whoa, okay? And he's like, I did the best I could. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean you did the best you could to send them to their death or to be a good person? Like what? You didn't do good, I don't think. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little angry about that. At this point, the creatures and mutant people and crazy people, what I don't know how, what to, how to, they're just, they've lost their minds along with like they're, I don't even know. But anyway, they're whispering and breathing like, daddy, daddy. And like, it's so great. Oh, that was, that scared me actually. I just scared myself. Um, he basically in the car gets his face smashed in to the window and he's rendered unconscious. And then he's wheeled into the mine tunnel, the mine shaft. And he, like, you hear them talking to each other. He's like, give me the gun, Pluto. And it's just like so creepy. You're like, oh my God, I'm actually being dragged into the, the darkness by two people. Oh, it's scary. At this point too, Brenda goes to look for Bobby because he has been unconscious lying somewhere with this Ruby character and the guy eating a dog leg up above for quite a while. And so she actually, um, Ruby runs like right before he wakes up. So he doesn't end up seeing her, but she was like, looking after him and then presumably his sister grabbed him and now they're like his mom's fixing up all his injuries and she's like don't worry beauty will come back like when she gets hungry and it's like oh man that's brutal and then they talked about the radios and i actually love this and it's so creepy i loved anything with do with radios it just creeps me out it just is so scary um <laughs> and so they heard breathing through the radio. Like we didn't get to hear it, but he, they were telling Bobby about it, which I kind of wish I heard it because that's fucking creepy. But yeah, so they tried to like talk through and it was like, it almost seemed like a inappropriate phone call or whatever. Oh my God, so creepy. Um, Bobby is like super jumpy. He hears something outside. So he grabs the gun and you can just see like this wild look in his eyes because he didn't even tell them what happened because he didn't want to freak them out. Oh my gosh. And Doug ends up coming back and he has all this stuff. And he's like, you should see this crazy crater. Like, I hope your dad did better than I did. That's like, oh God, <laughs> I don't think so. We don't know where he is at this moment, but it does not seem good. Beast, the dog ends up getting away too and finds beauty. <gasps> like her dead friend or sibling. It's so sad. Oh my God. And Bobby's so freaked out at this point. He's like, trying to convince everyone to sleep in the one trailer because he's like oh my god but Lynn and Doug end up going to a car little couple he's like it's okay your dad will be back soon like if he's not back by midnight we'll both go look for him and then Brenda goes to bed and she's in like a robe she turns off the light everyone in the trailer is asleep except for Bobby he's like just freaking out like lighting this flashlight on and off just can't stop thinking about 
what happened and like what to do and how unsafe he feels basically looks at his clock it's 11 49 and then he gets out to like look for the dog i guess because he um he just can't sleep he just cannot sleep this is when the light near brenda goes back on and you hear like deep breathing and like creepiness someone like touches her face and uncovers her oh my god and this is the point where bobby is outside and he shines the flashlight on this rocks and he hears someone like imitating the dog and just laughing like <laughs> you suck you know oh my god it was nuts and then he runs over wakes up doug and lynn and he's like Okay, there's people in these hills. Beauty is dead. I didn't want to scare everyone. Like, there's something going on here. And he says to his sister, like, we're not alone. Oh, that was so crazy. Oh, my God. But it's true. Everybody wake up to what's going on because shit's about to go down. So, back in the trailer, Brenda's being, like, smothered so she can't scream. And the guy that's on top of her... Pluto, I believe his name is, he goes like, now, into the radio. Oh, that was a really good impersonation of how he said it in the movie. We could just like, I kind of want to compare the two. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, and then there's a fire that starts and basically Bob is burning at the stake in the distance and the whole family is just freaking out. Oh my God. And this is when someone comes by and they're like, Brenda, like watch the baby, which she needs help. Oh my God. It's so intense. So it's literally just her and the baby in here. They all run to like Bob on fire. And this is when lizard comes and gets in the trailer too. And like, he's got the baby and he's like, no, not the baby. Oh my God. The bird. <gasps> he rips, he bites the bird's head off and like squeezes the blood from the body into his mouth like really sad i don't like all this animal stuff god he also when he first got in there like put on an apron and a hat and he's like dancing around and like brenda can't scream like because she's being smothered and it's just a really intense situation meanwhile the other the family is trying to put out bob oh my god it's just it's chaos this movie goes from like zero to a hundred just like that it's insane this whole scene it's like okay they're fucking here and they're super crazy so now this is when lizard like pushes the other guy off of her and almost beats him up too first and then um he starts punching walls and stuff the guy who got beat up and lizard starts to rape brenda and it's so it's really fucking hard to watch and it's crazy and it's dark and she's alone like she's oh my god it's it's traumatic She's like reaching towards the blinds and she's got like blood on her face and he like knocks her out too, like before, before he does it. It's just so savage and uncomfortable. Oh my God. And then this is when Pluto like hears the baby crying and he's like, ooh. And then it cuts back to the family and like Bob is really dead and it's so sad. And the mom is like traumatized, like her husband, her his wife, sorry, his wife is like traumatized while watching. This is when Lynn kind of gets a sense that something is going on that's weird in the trailer and she runs back and she's like, stay here or whatever. And she walks in and just sees like Lizard with the baby and Pluto like holding on to Brenda and she's like screaming and like, oh my God, she ends up hitting him with a frying pan and then he points the gun at the baby and she's like, no, please, no, no. And then he grabs her face, which is like the iconic image from this movie. It's like insane. And then he rips open her shirt and like, oh my God, goes 
to town and then this is when the mom walks in and she just gets fucking she has a huge boulder that I think she's planning on like dropping on his head, but she gets shot in the chest before that can happen. Lynn grabs a screwdriver, puts it into his leg, like, and he shoots Lynn in the head. And it does this shot of like the blood all over the baby mobile, just to remind you, like this woman is a mother and this baby is also in this room. And this is crazy. So it was well done and insane and fucked up. And this is when I'm like, okay, where has this movie been? This is crazy fucked. So he's out of bullets, so he scampers away. The both of them are like running into the hills, laughing, being like, best day ever. <laughs> so fucking crazy. And Doug ends up finding his wife dead and like his mother-in-law, like almost dead. It's so sad. And she even comes back to life for a moment and does like, a <gasps> oh my gosh. And then she just dies. This is when he realizes too, that they took Catherine, the baby. They took her into the hills. Now this is like a huge problem. We got to figure this shit out. It's crazy how many people just died in such a, such a, such a short span. It's nuts. We got Bob burned at the stake. Boom. Ethel shot in the tummy. And then fucking, oh, when Lynn gets shot, it's like, oh man. And then Brenda's just screaming in the corner the whole time. Cause like she, oh my God, she's been through some shit and now she's seen some shit and she's terrified. She's like hugging this pillow incessantly crying. She's such a good actress. She's so solid. So this is kind of a good moment. We see this creepy guy in the hills, the one with the top hat that was eating the dog leg earlier. He is just like laughing and watching and just like, hey, this is awesome. And the dog comes up and bites him in the neck which is awesome. Yes, it was so good. So Ethel is dying slowly on the couch. Very sad. They cover Lynn's body with a blanket. Oh my God. Bobby's kind of freaking out. He wants to like, and I think she, I think she dies actually shortly after the mom. And then this is when Bobby like wants to run into the hills and just kill them himself. He's like, come on. Like, and Brenda's like, he said he's coming back for me. And he's just like, you can't just fucking go out there, dude. You can't just go out there on your own. We need a plan. And then they hear something outside and they just like shoot through the door, but then they go outside and realize that um, this radio, there's someone coming through on the radio. Um, he's like, I told you, you have to kill them all or whatever. And then they see a shadow underneath the airstream, but it ends up being the dog. And they're like, oh my God, you're back. And they, on the radio, they're like, lizard's gonna finish them off. And he's like, what do you want from us? Doug says into the thingy he's like give me back my baby and then they put they play the baby crying over the radio it's so savage like seriously so crazy and then he turns to bobby he's like how many bolts do you have left he's like all right what's the plan let's do this and so doug has like the dog on a leash attached to his waist he's got a bat a flashlight and like a radio to contact bobby and he finds that like mine entrance again and there's blood trails inside, which is like super creepy. A shadow walks by the camera, which is like, ooh, setting the craziness. Um, <laughs> and then there's like gr a graveyard of all the like miners and there are like photos attached to pickaxes and stuff. And then he goes out of the mine shaft and Ruby's creeping from the hills. 
and he sees like this town below and he says into the uh, radio like I followed the blood trail it leads to like a town over here I don't know what's going on and they're outside doing other things and like setting other traps and stuff so he puts like fishing wire around and attaches it to sticks so they kind of know when someone's in their territory or whatever and she lit a tire on fire to send a smoke signal and he kind of like snaps at her at this point too because he's like nothing's gonna help like nothing's gonna work and she bursts out crying and then like they hug it out and she's just like i'm so scared like who the fuck are these people which like right what are they doing and what do they want like why are they doing this so doug is in this town and there's like creepy mannequins everywhere on a sign it shows us like test village military area like blah 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 but the mannequins are so freaking creepy i don't like doll stuff oh my god and then he sees a generator outside one of the houses so he's like oh i think that i should creep around this one looks in the window lo and behold there's his daughter Catherine. and then there's this guy with like a head thing on it looks like he has either like no skin or like he was burnt or like i don't even know it's crazy it's crazy he's really freaky and he's dragging a body and then the dog makes a noise at this point when doug's trying to like hide they end up hiding in this car and he leaves the dog in this same car when he goes to check out the house and save his little baby so now he's creeping through and he's on like high alert and then he sees actually like he sees his he sees Catherine obviously and then like to the side there's like someone in that room like a bald person like combing a wig or whatever and then while he has the baby he like is trying to sneak out and he just gets hit out of nowhere by this person oh my god it was so crazy back at the camp Bobby has his little trap set up they end up putting the bodies in the car um and it snaps back to Doug waking up in this box. And then he soon realizes that he, there are corpses around him, like dead body parts and stuff. Like, that'd be so fucked. The dog ends up busting out of the car, which, thank God, because that comes in handy in a bit. And Doug's walking through the house with his bat. Um, he sees Bob's body with, like, an American flag shoved in his skull, which is like, oh, man. And there's this guy in a wheelchair with a massive head that's like hanging over the whole edge. He's singing the American anthem. And this guy's just like, where is she? Like, where's my baby? Oh, and he's like, you, we, we went to the mines. Like you set off your bombs and you turned everything to ashes. Like you did this to us. And he's just like, where's my baby? And then this guy starts laughing manically. He's like, why are you laughing? He's like, it's breakfast time. And this is when Pluto comes out and starts like attacking him. There's like a crazy fight scene, chase scene. And at this point too, the dog comes and like helps him and he leaves the dog out there to fend for himself, which like, oh my God, so selfish of you. You put this bathtub in front of this door and just leave your dog out there with the crazy people? Like, are you kidding? <sighs> but anyways, the dog ends up being okay and, and doing some awesome things later too. But not cool, dude. Not cool, dog. This is why we don't like you, okay? This is it right here, this moment. The bathtub in front of the door doesn't really do much because Pluto ends up busting through the wall and attacking him anyway. He's like choking him. He like has this ax and then the bat ends up breaking because I think he smashes it and, and Doug shoves the end of the bat into Pluto in the stomach and it doesn't even seem phased. He just pulls out the bat and like hits him with it and then he tackles him through a wall. Like this Pluto guy is like strong. At one point, some of Doug's fingers get chopped off. It's like, ooh, rough. And then he holds up. At one point, he's so tired and, like, done and seemingly. And so he has this screwdriver, and he's, like, pointing it at him. And, and Pluto's just, like, laughing. And he puts, like, the axe against his head. He's just, like, taking his sweet time with it because he's crazy. 
Um, and Doug's just like, please don't kill me, like trying to be. And he ends up putting the screwdriver in the foot and like through the floor. This guy like freaks out. And then he puts the American flag pole through his throat and then puts an ax in his head. And it was like, that was a pretty awesome redemption. But we I still don't really like you that much, Doug. I'm sorry. But like still, good job there. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and then outside, the skinless creepy dude gets axed by Doug too. Actually, this is, you know what? You can, you turn around now. You know what? I, I remember all the stuff that you do from now on. And maybe, maybe you, maybe you're okay. Just okay though. <laughs> Doug's like, I'm not dying today. And he puts the pointy end of the pickaxe like right in this guy's eyeball. It was crazy. And then um, the brain guy says into the walkie-talkie, he's like, lizard, kill the baby. And then the dog ends up murdering the guy with the really big head, which is awesome. That was a good moment too. He's like, ah. And then Ruby comes upon, like stumbles upon the baby and she grabs the baby and she puts like a doll in that place and then like a pig elsewhere. I don't know. It was interesting. But Lizard's walking through to go kill the baby and it's like, oh no, the baby's not here. And at this point, Doug sees like, cause he doesn't find his kid and he turns around and there's this girl with like a face and like a whatever. She's like, mister, can you come play with us? And it's just like a little bit creepy. The other kid beside him is almost like, looks like a ghost. He was all like, ashed like gray oh my gosh it was nuts and now ruby's running in the hills with the baby and we see doug start to like chase her meanwhile back at the airstream the wire gets tripped and then they like walk around super scared and they realize that it's like just a um, tumbleweed so they start heading back to the airstream and they realize that there's like a blood trail that goes around like out of the car and they're like oh my god mom's gone someone took mom's body oh my god that's fucked so he goes on like a mission to like kill this guy and he finds this random guy like eating his mom. It's so crazy. So this guy starts like chasing him and he's got the scariest like most lumbery run and it's, oh my God, he's got long dark hair. And um, this was bad. Bobby was just shooting from behind, like not even looking. Like at this point you'd turn around, fucking aim up and be like, headshot. Or I would anyway, I'd like to think. <laughs> Uh, play enough video games that I would hope so. You know, it's better to just stay still, take that breath, have your moment, than be holding the gun from behind you and looking where you're, like, I don't know. It's crazy. This was not, he wasted so many bullets just into the abyss, you know? So, of course, he runs out of bullets, and this is when they both go in the airstream. They're like, they got these, this gas just pumping into it and they set up this little trap with matches. Um, she, Brenda gets grabbed through the window by this guy, but they tie his hands together just to buy themselves some time so they can escape out the back. And then the guy opens the door and the matches on the floor that are taped there are like, and there's fucking Airstream explodes. It's crazy. It's crazy. Cause he opens the door, matches go, boom. So Doug and Ruby are chasing each other and um, he points the gun at her and she like goes to give that baby back but Lizard drops from above. He's using those metal strips from earlier to take out the car, just whipping that at him. That would hurt so fucking bad, especially the weight of it alone as it's like traveling through the air. It would just be so, such a force, you know, it's nuts. And he ends up, uh, Doug ends up putting his like fingers in Lizard's wound. He's just like, man, fuck you. Um, and then Doug gets his face smashed into the ground a bunch of times. He's like almost left for dead. This is when Ruby runs away and he's like, Ruby! 
it. Get over here. Because she has the baby. And this was a little bit of a loose plot point because Lizard and Ruby were running for quite a bit. And given his state, I don't think he would have caught up that fast. But anyway, Doug shows up and fucking just starts headbutting him in the face with the butt of the shotgun. Oh, it was not, not headbutting, but <laughs> hitting him in the face with the butt of the shotgun. <laughs> there you go. This is when Doug's just okay as well. He um, goes rage mode, like shoots him three times in the chest and the face and the whatever. And then Ruby like gives his baby back and he has this moment where he's just like hugging his baby and kissing his baby. He's like, I never thought I would hold my baby again kind of thing. And it's like such a nice moment. And then you see Lizard getting up and Ruby, the real MVP, fucking tackles him over a cliff. They both die and that was a really satisfying but like i she sacrificed like she's so nice like thank you ruby for doing that it was very nice at this point too the um at the airstream explosion that guy was still alive and brenda was like fuck you like axed him to the face it was crazy and then they see in the distance like as they're kind of like dealing with this whole thing they see doug and Catherine and beast oh and it's like this really heartwarming moment where they're all hugging each other and it's like so nice and then they zoom out and someone's looking through binoculars at them it's like oh my fucking god like who's this who's this i guess oh my god it's so crazy but i love it i love it because it's like they could be fucked in the next like 20 minutes like they could all be just dead it's so funny and fucked up and i honestly i'm so happy i did this movie for this episode i think for my ratings i literally just i don't know i kind of really love this i want to give it a four because it wasn't perfect but it was just honestly i love super fucked up shit and when that burn the fire starts and then oh my god just chaos ensues and it's also just such a crazy concept that there's just people living in the hills that are just have lost their minds and they're just chewing dog legs and laughing about it you know <laughs> so yeah i give it a four for sure um i'm so excited and thank you for joining me for today's episode you can find us on Instagram at thishorribleplace and at thishorribleplace.com. Also, feel free to message me on my personal account, jen.is.horrible, for any movie recommendations. Or you can do it at This Horrible Place, too. I mean, I'm there. I'm here. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Ooh, that was creepy. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you again next episode. Until then. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible things are happening here. <laughs> 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 <laughs>